This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Into the four o'clock hour, we ride. We can't say that anymore. Yes, we can. 401 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scravey, Chris Ello off to Viejas Arena as the uh, women's Aztec team continue to uh, try to have what so far has been a great season. They win tonight. It could set up a massive matchup between number one, number two, I believe UNLV and San Diego State coming up this weekend. So uh, we wish our Lady Aztecs the best of luck in tonight's game. Uh, Daily Gambit, Mr. Scraby has uh, set up for you guys, and you know I don't know how good these bets are going to be today. Yesterday was uh, was interesting. He had some new ones in there that um, we don't often talk about. No, there's not much going on tonight, but we will review those. Uh, I have some of the national championship football game bets that are out there. I also have some of the NFL spreads for this weekend, and they just updated the spread. Well, maybe not just, but the Bills and the Patriots, and I, I want to get your thoughts on, on how that is being bet right now. But we have some good bets coming up, Tony. All right, well, shoot, let's, let's go ahead and hop into okay, some uh, Daily Gamut. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. I see some Chris versus the fans players calling in right now. We did that at 3 o'clock today, only for today. Chris had to go down to Viejas, as Tony just said, to call the women's basketball game for San Diego State. But he will be on the show. We did some things with him, so he will. his voice will be here shortly. But let's go to the bets that we did last night, Tony. Let's and do it. You know, I've always thought this guy's name was C.J. McCollum, but now that Tony pointed out that there's a U at the end of his name, it's C.J. McCollum, and we bet that it was over 24.5 points to... Wait, he was going to go over 24.5 points versus the Rockets last night. Tony said yes. Don't remember what Chris said, but he did go over. He had 28 points for the Pelicans. Did you not take down Chris's answer on that one? No. I did not. We're, well, we don't really do. We haven't no. really. We haven't really done that as of That's late. True. We haven't done that. Except for when Frank came in, you know, trying to change everything on me. 
but whatever. We won't talk about that. Uh, Draymond Green. I'm kidding, by the way, That's everyone out there. What happens when you don't show up to work? Somebody oh. gets to do it their way. Okay. All right. <laughs> Draymond Green over 14 and a half rebounds plus assists versus the Pistons. Tony, you you were smart about this. You said you were not into anything scoring, but you would maybe possibly be into rebounds plus assists. However, you did say you were not in on this bet. You should have been in because oh, really? Draymond combined to play. fifteen, eight rebounds, seven assists. So he completes that parlay. He messed around and almost got a triple double there. Yeah, he had like uh, eight points, maybe nine points. Wait, so give me the stat line again. It's just Draymond Green over 14 and a half rebounds plus assists, and he had 15 total points. No, 15 rebounds and assists total. Oh, so he had what eight was the rebounds, seven part, eight rebounds, seven assists. Those combined go over the 14 and a half. Oh, the so bat. he had eight points, you said? So he had to, uh, what does Charles like to call that? A triple single? A triple single, yeah. That is a good way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Adams uh, for the Bucks, over 24 and a half points plus rebounds versus the Hornets. He had nine points last night. So he's going to need a big day of rebounds for him to take this. He came just short. He had 15 rebounds, which is 24, so he was under his 24 and a half. Yeah, you also said you're not in on that one, so it was a good night of betting for you, Tony. It was a very good night of betting for you. All right, let's go to some of the bets for tonight. Not tonight, uh, for the weekend. The NFL bets. Now, the Buffalo Bills are home to the New England Patriots, and according to Vegas Insider, 87% of the bets are on the Patriots. 64% of those specifically are on the spread, which is Bills by 7. And so 64% of people think that the Patriots are going to cover. I, however, think... I don't think the Patriots are going to cover. I don't either. I think the Bills are going to use this to rally, and I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they won the Super Bowl because of the, this. The better... I wouldn't be surprised if the better DeMar Hamlin gets, the better the Bills are going to play. Imagine him being there in a playoff game on the sideline or something like that if he's able to do something like that. Like, I just think I just think these guys are probably in such a better place today than they were yesterday, the day yeah, before. 100%. Uh and this was a good team when when you know before any of this happened. So I I expect that they're going to have a good day. Yeah, I do too. Uh some of the other games, the Bucks and the Falcons. 71% are on the Falcons in this game. Four and a half point favorite in this one. Unless the Bucks are just going to rest all their players, the Bucks are a playoff team. How are they not favored in this game? I mean, they're on the road, number one, but they're four and a half point underdogs. That's pretty crazy for being a playoff team in the final game of the season. The Bucks? Yeah. Well, Buccaneers. They, they haven't played very well. I mean, they've no, they pulled haven't. some rabbits out of their hat, but. Yes. I wouldn't be, you know, the crazy part is, as bad as they played, I wouldn't be surprised to see them upset one of the big dogs when it comes to it. I was, my, my cousin is the biggest Tom Brady fan, and he keeps texting me about Tom Brady and about how he's going to do it again this year. And the sad part is I can't, you can't say no. Like, I can't be like, you're crazy, you're because Tom Brady's done it so many times where people don't think it's going to happen. So uh, The Lions and the Packers, this one is win and you're in for the Packers. They are four-and-a-half-point favorites at home, and, and I kind of agree with that, too. Even though the Lions have played really well this year, the kneecap cannibal has led them to an 8-8 eight and eight record at this point. There's a lot on the line for this. You can't get any better than Sunday Night Football, Tony. 
with playoffs on the line. Your final game of the season. A couple years ago, and I'm not just bringing it up because of the 49ers, but they played the Seahawks in Seattle, and literally it was a yard short. Half a yard short, the Seahawks could have scored a touchdown. I remember. It Half a was yard a tight end that got stopped up right yeah. at the right, right at the there. goal line, right there for the for the uh, 49ers stopped him. So, I love these games. These are great, and it's in Green Bay. I hope it snows. Yeah, because wait, so this is Green Bay Against, Niners. No, Green, Green Bay, Bay Lions. Green Bay Lions. And that's the thing: the Lions they got to win too. This they could still yeah. they still are in this. The thing, cannibal who so. did it. I hope he does, man. I, I, I told you I liked the story with the beginning of the season when you and I were watching uh, Hard Knocks. Yeah. It's very rare that a Hard Knocks produces a, an actual playoff team. <laughs> it's playoff so true. Because the qualifications for Hard Knocks are... you got to be terrible, basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, and the kneecap cannibal. You know what's funny is I saw somebody filled in during the holiday season on first take. It was a former player. And every time they mentioned the Lions, he was literally going down to, who, I, I think it might have been Mad Dog's kneecap, and was like fake, like biting his leg. <laughs> That's really funny. I thought that was hilarious. I mean, Dan Campbell, you got to talk about him for maybe, I know there's a lot of Coach of the Year candidates, but I can't think of anyone better than Dan Campbell. He turned that team around. Yeah, no, I mean, he. it's clear those guys like playing for him. I know oh, yeah. That. Oh, yeah. And good for also Jared Goff. He has been thrown through the ringer. Uh, Sean McVay wasn't very nice to him on the way out the door, but he has found himself in a position to try to get his team back in the playoffs. So, I know we we treat Sean, we treat uh, Jared. Jared, yes, not Jeff. <laughs> Jared, <laughs> we treat Jared as if he was some throwaway. I mean, he was the number one pick overall. He went to a was, Super Bowl. Was, yeah, this dude is he's a he's accomplished quarterback, and he's got and he's only. Uh, Starting to make the Detroit Lions look pretty good. Yeah, and the Lions have a really high pick because when they traded the when they traded Matthew Stafford to the Rams, the Rams gave up their high picks, and the Rams weren't very good this year. So the Lions have a really nice pick coming up here. They're going to get even better. They also got their uh, first round pick from this year back, and he's looking pretty good. So I don't know the Lions. Uh, the, that's the kid that had that the, bad knee injury for yeah, Alabama. Uh, and James is it Williams. Jamison Williams? Jamison yes. Williams. Yeah, he looks good tonight. College basketball, USC and UCLA. Tony, ooh, where is Dave Marcus? UCLA favored in this game by eleven and a half points. I honestly don't know anything about either of these. I know UCLA is good. I don't know much about USC. Uh, They're eleven and a half point dogs. But just for the simple fact that Dave Marcus. Didn't go to UCLA and root for him <laughs> so hard. I'm picking against him. You know what also is happening tonight? It looks like here in town, too, the Hawaii Warriors. Hawaii? Hawaii taking on the UCSD Tritons. Tritons are six-and-a-half-point underdogs in basketball. In okay. basketball. So let's uh, keep, pay attention to that. I'm just going to pick the uh, Tritons. I like the name. Uh, Hawaii? Hawaii. Going with the the Warriors. You're going with the the Warriors. Yeah. Okay. You can't pick anyone in San Diego if it's not San Diego. Not State. true. Not true. I All picked right. uh, I picked the USD's volleyball team to win. Okay. Yes, you did. You're right. Mm-hmm. How about Pacific and San Diego? The San Diego Toreros. Six and a half point favorites are the Toreros. Jenny Craig Pavilion tonight. You're not gonna. You're gonna pick Pacific, a team from Stockton. No, I'm taking USD. Yo, wow! Right after I just said all mm-hmm. that. All right, USD. Now, finally, you how, 
Shows you how wrong you are, sorry. <laughs> I know, it does show me how wrong I am. Finally, the national championship football game. I hope it's better than what the spread is looking like. I've been going back and forth on this. Georgia, 12.5 point favorites in this game. I really don't want to pick Georgia. But Braden Soprano talks so highly of TCU that I also don't want to pick them. We're like, it, the show's starting. We're like, Brayden, leave. <laughs> Get out the door. Uh, but, you know, I would like to see an underdog win, even if that means having to hear for the next year about what TCU did in this office space here. <laughs> it may very well be worth it. I'm going to take TCU. All right. If you're going to take TCU, I mean, the spread looks good, 12.5 points. You're getting 12.5 points for TCU. But the money line, if they just went straight up, is plus 340. That's a pretty good payout for, yeah. for a money line win. The Georgia Bulldogs are minus 450 on this. So that's not a very good bet. And that's all we'll do on that one. We have more time to talk about that. So that's it for the Daily Gambit. There it is, Daily Gambit in the bag. Let's step away, take a break. When we come back, a little fantasy football championship update yeah, and questions for some of you guys out there because we all know that that bills bangle game could have an effect on some of you guys' championship. More Gwen and Chris on the way. Here's some traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back to the program. Gwen and Chris, Crisello, Tony Gwynn Jr. on a uh, rainy Thursday afternoon, San Diego, California. Be careful out there. Broadcasting live from our Odyssey Palace studios. And uh, did you say bodcasting live? I kind of did. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just trying to clear up the fact that we all speak about 5,000 words a day on this program, <laughs> and if we mess up one of them, uh, it, uh, it almost always gets, uh, gets pointed out to us. So <laughs> I appreciate you uh, correcting me on that, Mr. Scraby. Mr. Wake Forest over here? Wake Forest, <laughs> yes. If you weren't with us yesterday, we had our fantabulous game show, and uh, the 
category was teams that have qualified for the college football playoff. <laughs> that makes it even funnier. And Scraby's guess. <laughs> to my credit, they did play in a big bowl game, which is what I like said. Like in 2007. <laughs> it was 2007. It was the Orange Bowl. Don't don't you think I didn't get tweets, too, about you I, def- I got a couple. You definitely couple. did. You definitely did. Like, yeah. what are you thinking was one of them. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Wake, Wake Forest was Scraby's guess. The and Demon Deacons. As you might admit. Is that where, is that, uh, sorry, is that where Jay Cutler played or he played Vanderbilt? Vanderbilt. No, he played at Vanderbilt, another Should've team you him. thought of. Well, you did guess <laughs> Vanderbilt, I think. <laughs> you did. And in, in, in something that will come as no surprise to anybody out there, Scraby lost. <laughs> this is not where we entered the segment to talk about. game show. You um, started it. I didn't start anything. You did. You, you pointed out the, the, the fumble on the word when we were all letting the, you know, looking I to let it slide. You know, I had moved on from Wake Forest yeah, until Chris yeah, Brown. It's going to be hard to, hard to forget that one. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, now that uh, DeMar Hamlin is uh, on the road to recovery, uh, apparently, and uh, we continue to to send our thoughts and prayers along as he's in critical condition but uh, showing remarkable improvement, and that is so fantastic to know. Um, People are actually starting to think now about their fantasy football league playoff situations, and, uh, you know, we, like every other fantasy football league, was affected uh, by the fact that the Bills-Bengals game was not played on Monday night. Tony, congratulations, even though he's he's not going to like how this ends. Yeah, Tony, congratulations. Congratulations for getting to the championship game. I know it's it's faint praise, but getting there for the second year in a row... Uh, Thank you. It's, Thank it's you very pretty much. nice. Uh, unfortunately for Tony, he had very little chance to win the championship going into his Monday night game because he was yeah. trailing the coach, John Cantera, who uh, who had Mike Evans this past weekend. And if it's anybody ridiculous. played against Mike Evans knows that Evans it, put up 50-some-odd points. In so. some ways, the football gods looked out for him because he did lose Derrick Henry like the day before his game. Like yeah, He didn't right. end up playing. And I was rolling, man. I, I, even though I had Trevor Lawrence in the lineup who was taken out at like the third quarter, yeah. had four points, the rest of my team came to play. And yeah. I had a good – I was. I had a nice lead, a projected win, and then Mike Evans, Mike Mike Evans happened. Yeah, 50, Mike Evans 52 happened. 52 points or whatever it was. Right. So Tony went into the Monday night game trailing by 30-something points. He did have Devin Singletary in his lineup the Buffalo Bills running back, but Never even had they played a full game, it's going to be difficult to imagine Devin Singletary getting 30 points. So anyway, but that that's in our so situation. So Tony has relinquished to coach. He has relinquished to coach? I the have not relinquished No, coach. I mean, he's still hoping for I'm some madness oh, miracle. patient and wait it out. Well, the Joke game has see. already been canceled, so there's no, so there's no game. Well, you know. Then there's uh, week 18, and then you go from there and see what happens. Maybe they'll let him play in week 18. I I don't know what ESPN's fantasy site is going to do. I don't don't know what every other league is going to do. There's a lot of people that had much closer fantasy football games than that. Maybe a five-point difference with Joe Burrow playing, or maybe a ten-point difference with Josh Allen going on Monday night. Who knows what your situation was out there. I think the best solution I've heard is to just go ahead – 
and be able to take the numbers that, say, Josh Allen puts up in Week 18. That's what I was referring to, Scary. And and if that happens and Josh Allen scores 25 points, I think that should be added to your score. I think that's a very fair way of doing it. Now now, now here's what has been thrown in in one of my leagues is that some teams may rest their players or something like that. Then you're out of luck. At that point, point you're out of luck. I mean, come on. I mean, just the fact that you're even getting an opportunity – I mean, this you know th- what happened Monday night with Demar Hamlin yeah, is more important than the outcome that. of a fantasy football for sure game or league or championship. Although I must tell you that we have a lot of fun in our fantasy game and we put a little money on it. I allegedly, mean, allegedly, right? That's right. That's not for that's not for publication. But I mean, there's some leagues out there that put some you know, serious you know, coins down. As you started right, to Tony? say that, you know, what went through my mind. What? Tommy Pham and Jack oh, Peterson. Oh, no oh. kidding. Yeah. Didn't I even mean, think about that. Yeah. That was serious enough to get Tommy Pham to slap Jock Peterson on a field. I'm right. Saying, so, man. I mean, there's that's, some uh, leagues out there where I'm sure. Yeah, I was about to say, there's, that's, that's the point I was making is that there are some leagues that are out there with heavy moolah. Heavy moolah, I mean, a lot at stake. So, it seems only fair to me the best you could do, since they're not going to play the Bengals-Bills game, is to just whatever players you had going uh, in that Monday night game, you get their score from this upcoming week. I I don't know any other way that's even remotely fair. And like you said, Scraby, if they if the but I don't think the Bills or the Bengals are going to rest any players this week. They both need to play need, their games. They need their wins. Yeah, so you should get a legit performance. Assuming out of, they play, because right? I know they're on schedule to play. Today. Right, on schedule right. to play. So let's let's be clear with that. But it, it has been kind of a crazy. Crazy situation. And, so. and, and one last one that popped up I saw on Twitter was that someone wanted to say that they could put someone from their bench in that spot, and if it would help them win, then that makes sense no, for them. No, take, take, what do you mean, take their score from Week no, 17 no, no. Okay, that was so, on the bench? So Week 17, you take your Bengal or Bill player out, and you use someone that was on your bench from that week. So if someone, say, scored 30 points, but you left them on the bench, no. some leagues are deciding it that way. No, I think it's very that. unfair because then you are getting rewarded for a poor decision. Yes, I hate that. I mean, if you let's just say you had uh, Mike Evans on your bench. Yeah, you can't do that. You shouldn't That's be able ridiculous. to take out Jamar Chase and say, well, I meant to play Mike Evans no. and get 50 yeah, I was points. I'm going to play Mike Evans over Jamar Chase anyway. Well, my point being, that, that no, just I, seems unfair. Saying, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I, I think if you're out there trying to figure out how to finish up your fantasy football league in as fair a way as possible, that's what I would suggest you do. Uh, take whatever players that we're going to play Monday night and, and, and take their score from Week 18 and add that to your total and see how it all turns out. So, I think that's fair. So we'll see how everybody's fantasy football league. But in our league... Unless Devin Singletary has a monster game uh, this weekend, the coach John Cantera is going to be our champion. And uh, guys, that's uh, about as surprising as it gets because when we had the draft, the coach took endless. I mean, he, he took endless for he a did. lot of his draft he sure choices. Did. He did. And you know what? He remained quiet about it and stoic about it and never said anything. And you know what? Not one of his players got hurt the entire season. And he ended up uh, going all the way. Savant. He so, was good for him. Good for it's him. It's gonna be like I'm uh, one more. What? How many times did Bill lo- Bills losing the championship? Four in a row. Four, Four in a row. I got two more to. You get got to. two more to go. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I just want to make the championship. I, I me, Scraby, and I didn't even make the playoffs, so we don't even know what you're talking about, Tony. 
All right, that'll uh, wrap up our fantasy season. Hopefully yours uh, wraps up appropriately uh, this weekend. We'll take a break, come back. More Gwen and Chris is on the way as we uh, set sail towards 6 o'clock on San Diego's number one sports talk station. Big Five is next on 97.3 The Fan. 4.33 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, Chris Ella will join us shortly for a Big Five. Scraby's got a good one today. His big five has been on point. It, but to, in, in his, I mean, I don't want to say it's not in his defense. It's, <laughs> I guess he has been aided by a lot of TMZ ish stories. Oh, yeah. This past week. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, there's been a lot of that going on, which makes it perfect for a big five. Those are the type of stories you want in a big five, right? Uh, yeah, those. Listen, and they're stories that can't necessarily carry an entire segment. Correct. But. They're juicy enough to get some some uh, some thought worthy comments. Yeah, and I also like to put a little bit of my spin on it, which this, usually means this is your time to shine. Yeah, is what you're which saying. usually means I get to talk about <laughs> things that uh, I would usually make fun of, but you guys don't like to. So. Right, right. Yeah, now this this is basically why the Big Five was created. All right, let's uh, let's not get to let's not get to uh, traffic, traffic is not ready yet, so we will have it on the other side. Is that what we're after? Gonna do? The Big Five. Oh. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. We have an eclectic group of topics today, guys. I don't know if you know what the word eclectic means. I'm hoping I used it correctly. Are right going there. to be able to wade through the kerfuffle? Uh, no, there's no kerfuffles today, Chris. All right, all right. But eclectic, you, huh? Yeah, I know. I know what it means. It means strange and different, right? All right. Yeah, I was thinking. I, I have a picture of you next to that. Uh, next day, I'm picture. in the dictionary. Sure. Eclectic is <laughs> okay. Strange and different. <laughs> All right. Number five. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is seemingly the leader in the clubhouse now for MVP of the NFL. Now that Jalen Hurts has been uh, hurt for the past two games, but some people don't think so. And this is a just a quick and easy question, Tony. Who's your NFL MVP? Patrick Mahomes. I, I mean, he, he he's been. You know, when you when you put together these MVPs, a lot of times you have to 
they come with a storyline, right? There's a, a, a kind of a build up to this. And really, it's been a, a close race until uh, my man for the, the Eagles went down there. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And so uh, that's allowed Patrick, Patrick Mahomes to really be on the stage with himself. I think uh, Justin Jeffer- Jefferson had a, a good case to be made, but he's had a couple uh, down games, including a, a one-catch game in, in last week. So I do think Patrick Mahomes... Um, is the front runner, and you're talking about storylines, or at least I mentioned storylines earlier. I mean, he, he had his best receiver traded away, um, and don't get me wrong, he still has Kelsey, which is the, the 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 really the engine of the whole offense. But to lose that type of production and really be as as good as he's been this season, um, this uh, I, I think, given the circumstances, this could be uh, some of Patrick Mahomes' best work. Chris, who is your NFL MVP? Well, first of all, let's uh, let's make it uh, official. Is Tua out of the running now? Uh, yes, Tua's out of the <laughs> running. I, I think so. He's of officially so. been eliminated. I, I mean, think, yes, imagine yes. a month ago that he was actually in consideration for that. Uh, Chris um, Collinsworth said on Sunday Night Football that the Dolphins are a Super Bowl team, and I'm not saying that to make fun of you. A lot of people did. That's how people viewed it back yeah, then. Yeah, it's been a crazy year. Um, I, I still, you know, I think Mahomes is going to win. Because I think too many people will not vote for Jalen Hurts, but if you've seen Gardner Minshew try to run this Eagles offense the last couple of games, uh, it's pretty clear that they're a whole lot better with Jalen Hurts there. And and, and in my mind, you know, they've gone zero and two without him, which has kind of proved his, you know, how valuable he is. So I, I would still go with Jalen Hurts. I like the Justin Jefferson pick until last week, but Mahomes is probably going to win it, and you know, he's just been. Uh, you know, stepping up after losing Tyree Kill, a lot of people think, did not think the Chiefs could do what they've done. So, um, any of those, you can't go wrong. I think it's a double-edged sword for for Jalen Hurts. Right, like him being absent makes his case stronger because you see what they look like when he's not there. However, it's going to be a tough call for somebody to vote for a guy who missed the last three games of the season. Yeah. Um, while the other guy, because we, I think we all agree. Even if Jalen had the lead, it wasn't by much before he got hurt. And for him to now sit the last three, and not sit, he's hurt. It's not yeah, like he's sitting yeah. down. Um, and Patrick Mahomes is out there playing. Um, I, I think that, you know, as much as it may help him to see what that team looks like without him, I think it hurts him not being on the field Why? We're sitting here talking about Patrick Mahomes. He's Are leading also... the the league in passing yards. He's leading the league in touchdowns. Who's he this, only Patrick? Has, Patrick Mahomes. He only has twelve interceptions. Uh, real quick, who's number two in passing yards? Do you guys think right now? In number the NFL? two in overall passing. In yards? overall passing Joe yards. Burrow. Good Tua? guess. Tua. No, Tua's tenth. Tom Brady has thrown for 4,600 yards. They do, they do yards. throw it like 45 times a game. And that floored me when I just saw that because it has bad of a year that they've been having. He still is second in the league in passing yards. That's yeah. What they call him Go Brady. More thing on the uh, on the MVP vote because um, I in the NFL they do it differently now, right? Didn't they used to do the just one vote per person? But now I think they do a list and you get points about based that. on where you're rated. If I had a list to put together in my top ten somewhere, I hate to say I'd put Brock Purdy in there in the low tens. And the what? He's played like four games. Even uh, played I, six I, games and they've won them all. I just gotta say, I'm I'm, I'm sick and tired of my 49er fans uh, thinking that Brock Purdy is like better than Jimmy G. Come on, Jimmy G. Put them in the Super Bowl, people. Brock Purdy Tony, may put them there too. 
Tony's telling me about people that are saying that Brock Purdy's the greatest. Yeah, I didn't well. say he's the greatest. I said I would give him a MVP vote down that's, my list. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> number four. Oh, number four. Tom Brady again. He's a free agent, guys, this offseason, and many think he is going to continue to play, and not for the Buccaneers. Josh McDaniels and the Raiders have, for some reason, given up on Derek Carr and even told him not to show up to work the last two weeks. A strange move for a guy who's been with the uh, team for a long time. The rumors are that Tom Brady's just going to switch the pirate logos and go from being a buck to a raider. Chris, would this be a good move for the Raiders? Um, I, I think what they did to Derek Carr was a bad move for the Raiders. I know that. I, I just don't know. I mean, this might not be a bad way to to replace him. I, I honestly, I mean, Tom Brady's best days are behind him. So if they, if they want to go with a quarterback whose best days are well behind he's him, second in passing yards. I understand that, but he's not anywhere near as good as he used to be. And there was at least. At least a half dozen games this year where the Buccaneers didn't score a, more than a field goal until the last six minutes of the game and Brady pulled off miracles. Uh, you can't keep doing that. So, um, no, I don't think it would be a good move for the Raiders. I, if they're going to move on from Derek Carr, they got to move on and find somebody different. I, I, I don't think Brady has another run left in him. Tony? I don't think uh, what the Raiders did was, was right to, uh, to Carr by any, by any stretch of the imagination. However... I do think Tom Brady is an upgrade over over really? Derek Carr. Yeah, I do. Uh, I think you know. Are they? Does that? It's not a situation like when the Broncos went out and and brought in a clearly his best years behind him, Peyton Manning. They had equipped with a ridiculous defense. They had everything uh, an orchestrator of of offense could need to to make that go. So he didn't have to be that Peyton Manning. I don't think. And the Raiders got some nice weapons offensively, but I don't think they have enough there. Um, and even if they did offensively, I don't. They definitely don't think they have enough defensively to be able to to stop teams. So I don't know that this piece moves them closer to a Super Bowl. But I do think Tom Brady's probably an upgrade. You give him uh, Devonte. That's why he wants. And to you go give there. him uh, the, the the running back. Oh, yeah. Josh Jacobs. Uh, Josh Darren Jacobs. Waller. There's some good Hunter there, Renfro. He, he's got some. He's got some pieces to work with. I could see him, especially with Josh McDaniels uh, as the head coach running the offense. I could see that that working. I, see, I could see him having more success without Josh McDaniels, even though he's <laughs> worked just, with him in the past. You just don't like Josh McDaniels. Well, Josh McDaniels is lousy. I mean, he does do some weird things that treat people in Josh the, McDaniels in the has never poorly. been lousy when Tom Brady has been on his roster. That I will is say true. That. that is true. Number three. The Rose Bowl might be on the brink of being an afterthought unless the coming expanded college football playoff saves it. The ratings for the Rose Bowl hit its lowest mark ever with uh, when Penn State and Utah played only 10.2 million viewers on ESPN Watch that um, was a, uh, released yesterday per The Athletic. The number makes it the least watched Rose Bowl on record, taking over the mark of 13.6 held by 2016 Stanford-Iowa matchup. So by comparison, last year's Rose Bowl between the Ohio State... I cannot speak today! By comparison, last today. year's Rose <laughs> last year's Rose Bowl between Ohio State and Utah pulled in 16.6 million viewers. Tony, why do you think the Rose Bowl has fallen so far? Um, because college football isn't what it used to be, I think. Um, I also think this has a lot to do about nothing. College football has already included them in the playoff system, and they'll rotate and 
they did all that. So despite what the ratings of this particular game may may show you, I don't know that it means anything else other than they had a bad year. Uh, some the, some say it's game. also January 2nd it was played instead of New Year's Day. And January 2nd is a little bit different because not everyone has January 2nd. Well, yeah, not only that, do you know how... Uh, you know, most of us don't like change. So, you know, we just assumed it was going to be on the first. You didn't see it the first. You didn't look for it in the second. I don't know. Whatever the case may be, um, I don't think this is that big a deal. Um, you had Penn State, which has a good following, but doesn't necessarily know how many people out west, uh, you know, are, are looking for that. I think uh, A.J. Casvel is the only one. AJ, AJ was there, so he didn't have to watch it <laughs> on TV. He, well, he was there at the actual game. So, I don't know. I think this is just, you know, one of those years they didn't do well. Chris, why do you think the Rose Bowl has fallen so far? Well, I don't think the Rose Bowl has fallen so far. What I think has fallen so far is every bowl game that's not a playoff game. That has fallen so far. Uh, the Orange Bowl wasn't as big a deal this year. Yeah. The Sugar Bowl wasn't as Cotton big a deal bowl. this year. The Cotton Bowl, as great of a game as it was, just is not a big deal. And if you're not part of the playoffs, and guess what? Now that the playoffs are expanding, the bowl games are going to become even less important, the ones that aren't playoff games. So now the Rose Bowl is in that mix. So as Tony said, their ratings will go back up based on you know how important of a playoff game they get. But this is a danger sign to all of the other bowls out there that are not a part of the college football playoff. I, I, I hate to include the Holiday Bowl in that because, I mean, I love the people who work here in San Diego, including my wife, who's on the Holiday Bowl Red Coat Committee. But I, there's just no way bowl games are going to mean anything. When you've got 12 playoff games going on and a championship being contended uh, for, I, I think it's very difficult for people to get fired up for a Monday afternoon bowl game that isn't part of the playoff. And I would be very concerned about the future of the Bulls if I was not part of the playoff system. That, that also is the double-edged sword about this whole thing, right? In the beginning, you knew going into the year there would be two teams that got to face for a national championship. So it was easy to sell the other bowl games just on the outside of it. And so now as you start to include more and more teams that are allowed to actually compete for a championship, which we all want, it only is going to dilute you being able to sell, and I'm talking about even to student-athletes, sell those other bowl games as still being something of importance. Chris, where do you fall on the, the, the potato bowl in Idaho? Where do I fall on it? Yeah, is that one of the important bowls, or is that fallen too? It's fallen. Sorry. Disappointing, guys. It's a good name, but it's fallen. fallen. Right into some grease. <laughs> right? It's a French fry now? <laughs> French it's fry. the French fry bowl now. <laughs> it's deep fried. <laughs> the 2023 PGA Tour season has begun today in Maui for the Century Tournament of Champions, and obviously I love golf too much to answer, answer this in unbiased fashion, so I reluctantly ask you guys... John Raw made a joke during media availability this week and was asked about Liv and the Masters. He said, quote, one thing I keep going back to, and it's probably only funny to me, I think the Masters Champions Dinner is going to be a little tense compared to how it's been in the past, end quote. Now, I will say, Scotty Shuffler also spoke. I think time has healed these guys just a little bit because they're not... For some. For some, because they're not so venomous anymore, especially Scotty Scheffler, because he said he saw Bubba Watson in, in a restaurant on vacation, and he said, I'm going to go ask for the table in the corner by myself. Scotty Scheffler did, just kind of making a joke to Bubba Watson. But long story short, Chris, what would make this season of PGA Tour interesting to you? 
It's going to be difficult because it is golf. <laughs> I knew this answer was coming. <laughs> no, I mean, look, there is no Tiger Woods to rally and save the day. I, yeah. I, I will say this. What's going to make golf interesting is to have somebody have a Scotty Scheffler type of year, uh, have, a, ha- have a Rory McIlroy type of year, ha- have a year where you are you know, number one with a bullet and people are coming after you and give me a reason each week to tune in. That is going to be a big deal for golf. As far as the live controversy is concerned, I've been happy that there's really been no golf yeah, the last three months because we haven't had to hear about this stupid controversy for three months. But I'm pretty sure once they start playing again, we're going to start hearing about it again. <laughs> Believe it. So uh, golf has got to figure out what's more important to them. Is it more important for some of these guys to go make a little, you know, a bunch of extra money and break away for the tour, or is it more important for everybody in golf to get back together again and figure out what's best for the sport? Because I think the whole live thing has backfired, and I think it's hurt the sport quite a bit. And it, it, it I don't think it's done irreparable damage. But it's definitely made it less interesting for most of us. It's funny how when you let things play out, you can start to see, as the smoke clears, you can start to see things clearly. That was one of the things that, you know, I think at first when it was said, when you heard it, this is going to hurt the game. It just seemed like a a thing somebody was saying to to try to keep keep you from from being attracted to it. But it kind of has, does seem to have had its effect in a negative way. On golf, so yeah, I, I agree, with Chris. I think uh, once the season gets rolling and Liv starts doing her thing, um, we will be talking about it because guys, they're going to be asked about it over and over They've and over been again. Asked they're right. About it. <laughs> that's not that's not going to go away. Guys are going to start getting frustrated at their answering. So being asked those questions, so those answers are going to come out differently. Today it was the first day. Everybody's that's making true. jokes, having a good time. Let's check back in about two months when they've been asked that question. Who knows how many times? That's a good point. I just clicked the button. Number one. <laughs> Texas A&M trailed before the opening tip at Florida due to a technical foul call on the Aggies. Shortly after leaving the court following final warm-ups, they realized that the managers had left their game jerseys at the team hotel, so they quickly <laughs> went back and grabbed them, but officials hit them with a delay-of-game penalty which officially deemed an administrative technical foul because the start had to be postponed a few minutes. The Aggies head coach took the blame, saying he was a manager once and that his head coach would have stuck up for him and take the fall. But in a backwards way, isn't he blaming his managers for sticking for leaving the jerseys at the hotel? It's the manager's fault. Okay, Tony, you're up first yeah. here. What's the most important thing you have ever forgot? I, I, you know, I was pretty good about this kind of stuff because I was so afraid that, you know, of being embarrassed for not having something. But I did forget a belt <laughs> before, uh, maybe it was a high school game. It might even been even before high school. But that's just, it, it didn't get beyond that. Really? I, yeah, no. I, I didn't. You didn't forget your glove or anything? No. No. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> it would, that would have been, that, that would have been pretty bad if I would have. As much as I've glove? been around this game. Forget your glove and your bat. I think those are two things that you absolutely have to have in order to play baseball. You also absolutely have to have a wallet and a phone, but you forget that all that the time. That is true. And a water, yeah. a water canteen or whatever that thing is called. A yeah. container. That's I don't, what I was I don't, for. I don't. I leave them. I don't forget them. 
<laughs> okay. There's a difference. That is a difference. You're right. You're right. Chris, Fair what's enough. the most important thing you've ever forgot? Well, first let me address the uh, the Texas A&M situation because they did begin the game behind one to nothing. Any high school basketball official knows this is a very real possibility, and it happens <laughs> in high school games all, all the time. <laughs> Not that the teams forget their jerseys. But players, uh, there are so many crazy rules in high school basketball in California. You have to have a certain color undershirt. It has to be a certain length. If you have wrong undershirt color or different undershirt color from a teammate, you can be assessed technical fouls before the game starts. It happens all the time and far too often. So this didn't really shock me too much to see a college basketball game start with the score of one to nothing. As far as the most important thing I've ever forgot, I'm really glad you asked me this question. Because every time I'm able to answer it, I'm able to somewhat make up for the time that I forgot to thank my wife for putting together oh, my yes. birthday party oh, when yes. I turned 40 years old. Uh, I had a surprise birthday party, and of course, as it is normally at parties like this, the uh, the birthday guy gets up and makes a speech and thanks everybody for coming and appreciates everybody you know being there and coming long distances and doing whatever they do and i finished the entire speech and i'll never forget ted leitner coming over to me going man you are going to be in big trouble and i said why he goes you didn't thank your wife at all for this party and i was like oh my god and suffice to say the couch was a little uncomfortable to sleep on for a few days no i don't know that i had to do that but anyway that's the worst thing i ever forgot so you know, sorry about it's it. funny i've heard that story many times and one of the times i did was when he was at his re- most recent birthday when yeah. Lori organized this whole thing and he got up in front of everyone and he started by thanking Lori so that he didn't yeah. forget and he oh, told I've, the story it was funny. I, every I, time I've that, ever... that, that sent chills down my spine <laughs> i'm sure every yeah, time i've ever please. spoken publicly since then I've thanked my wife, even if she doesn't really need to be thanked. That's, I throw it in there just to make sure. That's really funny, though. Uh, yeah. You'll never forget it again. So No, that's right. Just just keep thanking her. Be like, did I already thank her? Th-? Thank you, Lori. Thank Believe you. Me. I appreciate that, Lori. Believe me. All right, that's it for the Big Five. We still have Ian Eagle at 5.20 p.m. today, so we will talk to him and get his thoughts on Damar Hamlin, also just about the playoff race and all that good stuff. So we'll be back. Quinn and Chris, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 